Battersby is doing things differently. Coffee length therapy, 10 minutes of truth. Karen calls them truth shots. Like coffee with your best friend, but only better. Karen will tell you the things that your therapist generally won't because her goal is to help you to create a remarkable life and relationships. If you want to improve your relationships, sign up at liminalcoaching.com.au for your copy of the Relationship Tune-Up. Be remarkable. Hi, everybody. First of all, I want to apologise if you hear a little child in the background. My granddaughter's uh, visiting for the weekend, so you might actually hear her in the background. Hopefully it won't disturb us too much. But So today's topic is how to tell um, if they are a healthy, emotionally mature person before you fall in love with them. Um, it's a topic that I encounter in the counselling rooms all the time. Men and women saying, um, wish they'd seen the truth of the person that they've been involved with early on, sooner, before they'd invested all of their time and effort and emotions in that person. Um, and I'm always interested to really listen to those stories. Um, every story is complex. And, you know, they've been on an emotional roller coaster. Every, every single person, um, who, you know, who comes to me with one of these stories has been on a huge emotional roller coaster. Um, but something that always, always, always emerges is, um, that the evidence was right there from the beginning. They just didn't see it or they've lied to themselves about it, um, or they've ignored it. Um, made excuses for the behaviours that they noticed or didn't understand what they were seeing, um, the relevance or the importance of what they were seeing. So that's, um, you know, that's, that's, I guess, what we want to talk about today is, you know, how can you make sure that you don't sort of inadvertently get involved in one of these relationships? So first of all, uh, you have to understand that there are two traits that a toxic person will look for in a partner. Um, they deliberately will, will want to seek out people who have these two traits. Um, one of them is that they think the best of people. They want their partners to think the best of people, um, look for the best in people, believe the best about people. Um, and the reason for this is, is fairly obvious because it means that you're not going to be cynical and you're not going to be suspicious and you'll tend to believe that people are doing their best in the world and that people are honest and that, you know, people um, will tell the truth and that, um, you know, you don't sort of, I guess, dig deeper into behaviour that you're seeing. You just believe that, you know, this person, you take them at face value and you just believe what they're telling you and that, you know, whatever they say must be true. Um, they tend to be very honest people and so they expect the rest of the world to be honest as well. But unfortunately, when we're talking about toxic people, they're really, really honest. So the other trait that these um, toxic people will look for is high empathy. So trying to understand and feel somebody else's, um, you know, feelings from the, you know, from their experiences. So putting yourself into their shoes, if you like, or trying to see the world the way they see it. Um, you'll feel empathy for people in tough situations and, and you can see the humanity in, in people, even the most damaged or off the rail people. Um, you know, you can see the humanity in them. 
Um, they want this, toxic or disordered people want this because you'll make excuses for their behaviour, for their, you know, all of their lousy behaviours, which means that they just have to come up with a reason or an excuse or a story good enough for you to believe and you'll excuse their behaviour again and again and again. Um, every time, I mean, there may be multiple stories or it may be one, one story that they trot out again and again and again, such as I had a terrible upbringing, I was abused in childhood. Now, I'm not saying that being abused in childhood doesn't cause trauma and it doesn't cause some of these toxic behaviours. It absolutely does. Um, you know, that has been proven. However, um, that doesn't mean that you should make excuses for that behaviour in a relationship. That person needs to go and get the help that they need to heal from that trauma so that they can show up in this relationship with you in an adult way and healthy way which is even more important. So toxic people can operate on two levels. Um, some some are, are genuinely, you know, they know. They know what they're doing is wrong. Um, they know um, that, that, you know, their behaviour is manipulative and controlling and, and they do it anyway. Um, and they understand that the rest of the world doesn't operate that way or that a good portion of the world doesn't operate that way. Uh, so they've also got the good sense to try and hide what they're doing. Um, these people are quite deliberate and, for instance, psychopaths would actually fall into that category. And then I think there's a far larger group uh, who are largely unconscious around their behaviours. And I liken these people more to being um, like a leech, you know, they latch on to somebody and feed off them and then they drop off when the quality, you know, the, the blood or the food, the source of energy or whatever it is that they're looking for from you is no longer high quality. It's no longer feeding them the way they need it to. So then they'll just, um, they'll, they'll disappear. So neither of these two types of toxic people will um, take ownership for their behaviour. Um, they simply offer a story or an excuse or they'll flat out lie and deny that they're actually engaging in any kind of toxic behaviour. And they'll often do the switch. So they'll try and blame the toxic behaviour on you and saying, you know, that this relationship is toxic and how dare you, you know, this is, this is you creating this. When really what they're saying is, um, you trying to hold me accountable is making me very uncomfortable um, and it's creating a lot of conflict for us. So, you know, be, be aware that toxic people will often try and switch um, that story back to you so that it sounds as though uh, you're the toxic one. And I've had many, many victims of this kind of behaviour come in to me and say, you know, am I the toxic one? Am I, am I really the one that's unhealthy? And, you know, um, because, you know, that kind of gaslighting can leave people quite confused. So um, toxic people will usually keep their worst behaviours under wraps, um, especially until there's some kind of a commitment, all right? They'll oftentimes, um, you know, be on their best behaviour, if you like, until, you know, say you've moved in together or you've had children together, gotten engaged or gotten married. So some kind of commitment is often a trigger for, um, you know, people to escalate, toxic people to escalate that behaviour. Um, so toxic people do like to be with somebody who's not um, toxic or unhealthy. They actually want a high-functioning person by choice if they can 
you know, get somebody who will agree to be in a relationship with them um, because that person's going to cushion them from the experience of having to deal with their own behaviour. So, you know, they'll be high functioning. They'll make sure that the rest of their life or their world is functioning. And I've seen women who've, uh, you know, been doing things like managing medication for men or uh, guys who even down to charging their partner's mobile phones, um, you know, all sorts of things like that where the high functioning partner uh, takes responsibility for all of the detail of running the, the relationship and the life, um, you know, Obviously, that's codependence and that becomes very, very unhealthy in, you know, the medium term. Um, but just be aware, toxic people do like high-functioning people. However, if you um, call them out on their behaviours, um, you know, if you, for instance, um, become a mirror to those behaviours, you know, call them out on, on things that are dysfunctional or uh, chaotic or, you know, inconsiderate, disrespectful, all of that stuff, they will often drop you like the proverbial hot potato. They often don't want, you know, they only want to be with you so long as you don't reflect their bad behaviour back to them. So whilst ever you're making excuses for their bad behaviour, absolutely adore you, want to have you in their life. But the minute you start reflecting their bad behaviour back to them, they, they head for the hills and they look for a new target. So, and this is why boundaries um, is your best defence against somebody who's toxic, because it sort of weeds them out uh, very, very quickly. So anyway, I'm going to quickly do a list of the top 10 things to look for so that you know if somebody is emotionally mature and healthy uh, in the early days so that you don't make the mistake of sort of getting into a relationship with them and getting deeply involved and emotionally attached before you understand what it is that you're seeing. So number one is look to see if they've got their life in order. So have they got a job? Have they got a license? Have they got a car? Are they in touch with their friends and family? Um, do they have healthy and long lasting relationships? Um, you know, if they don't have any of those things, then that's one red flag, you know. So for each of those things, no job, no car, no license, you know, each of those things are potential red flags. They're not sort of operating in a healthy way. Unless, of course, they're an entrepreneur and they've got a profitable business. Okay, uh, understand that there are some, some grey areas, but generally speaking, you're looking for a trend here, a pattern of behaviour, and you would see several of these things, not just one thing. So number two, are their words and actions aligned? They do what they say they're going to do. They don't break promises. Um, you know, if they, if they speak about something, then they, their words and actions are aligned in that particular topic. And that should be you know, all the time on every subject, not just on the things that suit them. Number three, they tell the truth, even if it's not convenient or uncomfortable. They're transparent and they're honest. Simple. There's no grey area in that. If they obfuscate, if they are not transparent, if they don't want to tell the full truth, if they don't want to tell the story, um, or if they outright lie, then those are things you do not want to ignore even if it's a small thing. If you hear them lying to somebody else, this is a huge one. So many people will say, oh yeah, I knew he lied to his ex-partner, to his boss, to his mother, to his brother, to whoever, best friend, but I didn't think he'd lie to me. 
I'm sorry, if he lies to one person, he will lie to any of you. So believe it. Uh, you are not special. One day you'll be the person that he lies to. He may well tell you that that's not the case. However, let me assure you, it is. And this is not gendered. I know I'm using gendered terms at times, but guys and girls do this. This is not a gendered thing. Um, number four, they have plans for their future. They know where they're heading. They have plans. They know what they want from life. They're actively working towards it. Um, it's a really simple thing. You know, they see a future. They know how to achieve it and they're working towards it. Very simple. Number five, they treat everybody with respect. Their ex-partners, you, their parents, their brothers, strangers, the waitress, especially the waitress, they treat everybody with respect. Number six, they don't deliberately or carelessly do things to make you feel insecure or worried. They care about your emotional well-being. So let me say that again. They care about your emotional well-being. That's right from day one. They should care about your emotional well-being. That's only reasonable after all. You know, people who are healthy don't go around deliberately hurting other people. Number seven, uh, they do not desert you when you're sick, when you're emotionally struggling or you have an emergency. Okay, so they don't head for the hills, they don't disappear, they're not suddenly unavailable, or even if they're physically unavailable, they're not emotionally unavailable, all right? They are there for you when you need them. Number eight, flip side of that one is they don't seek to rescue you. So they don't swoop in on their white horse and try to rescue you if they think that you've got some issue in your life. They respect that you're a grown adult and you will sort out your own issues yourself. Number nine, the effort in the relationship is equal. It is reciprocal. Both people have equal say, equal responsibilities, and both people do the work of keeping the relationship alive. So they're not skating a by on somebody's coattails. They're not letting somebody do all of the maintenance of a relationship and they're just sitting and relaxing and enjoying. Uh, they understand the responsibility and uh, the necessary work that is involved in being in a relationship and they are committed to doing that. Number 10, they want to create an environment where both of you are safe, supported and growing. Safe, supported and growing. Okay. Safety is huge. Safety is the only, you can't grow if you're not in a safe environment. You can't grow if you've got no support. They want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And they won't get in the way of that. They want to support you in that in whatever way that they can. And they won't stand in the way of you doing things that are in alignment with your life goals. They don't get jealous about those kinds of things. They don't get insecure about it. They support you in it. So that's my top 10 things to look for to know that this person's a healthy um, you know, a, a healthy emotional person uh, to get into a relationship with. So, you know, maybe write those down. Keep keep it in mind when you're, you know, dating, when you're out there. Maybe even weigh up if the relationship that you're in currently demonstrates those things. That's it for today. Um, don't forget, if you've got any ideas for different topics that you'd like me to cover, 
please pop them up in the comments or you can private message me. And thank you to the people who have been private messaging me. I appreciate that. Um, you can follow along on YouTube so that if you want to share with your friends at some other point in time, you can do that. Have a fabulous week and I'll talk to you all again next Sunday. I look forward to it. Bye.